0: Hello. My name is Mike. I'm joined by Ray. Hello, Ray. Hello, Mike. This is Unscripted Gaming. Uh, Josh isn't here. He has been forced to play cards for his life at the hands (laughs) of an ancient, mysterious creature. Okay. Trapped in a video game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're here to get him out. Oh, is that the what we're doing? We, the, and the only way we can save him and his soul is to one, ensure that he is baptized, um, and two, do a spoiler cast about a game called Inscription uh, on today's episode. Can I drop some uh, I nukes I... real quick? Absolutely. PC Gamer. Uh,
1: okay, let's not bear the lead. This is one of my favorite games of 2021. PC Gamer gave this game a 69 out of 100 and I have no idea
0: what the hell their problem is. You know, punk rock isn't dead, man. <laughs> we don't we don't need, you know, don't, you, you don't need it. the 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 10 out of 10 score to have a game of the year type of experience if you ask me. Yeah, it's
1: uh so let's talk about this game. What make what is inscription? What makes it really good and why am i Um, having such a negative reaction to some large publications very shockingly low score like it's above medium but it's like not much above medium
0: yeah i uh i guess a couple of notes here um happy holidays to you and yours Mm -hmm. um happy winter solstice happy honda days to those who celebrate um all right yeah yeah it, and For those of you that, and, do, oak,
1: and a happy new year. It was a December to remember for a lot of people. That, man, this is an aside, and I know we shouldn't do this, but I want to meet the insane person that like gift bow tie uh-huh. wraps a car a damn car to their loved one and says like merry christmas and it's like a fucking lexus or Do something you see like that. the
0: houses in those commercials though yeah If you live in that kind of house you can gift somebody a car without even thinking about it <sighs> i mean that, that's at least a mil that's at least a two million dollar house I, easy no no you're not wrong if you li- if you if you live in anything even that could even possibly be Mistaken as an Apple Store, (laughs) that's at least three million dollars. I guess it's so. I guess it's like it. The type of people
1: that buy like Alexis for Christmas are not the type of people that are watching commercials that says like, "You've made your sale. I'm getting Alexis for Christmas." I Well,
0: I think the most deranged thing. I like. I feel like the Mike and Ray podcast really really venture off into places. (laughs) The the way we kind of feel like anytime there's all three of us, we kind of feel like we can't waste time. but uh, anytime it's just two of us, it gets a little buttoned down here. Uh, but, you know, I asked my wife if I can have the last Hot Pocket. <laughs> the thought of leasing and or purchasing a new vehicle, putting a bow on
1: it, oh my making God.
0: her go outside on Christmas. Typically in the snow. In, her, in the morning, in her snow. Mm-hmm. And then be like, "Here's the new car you didn't ask for." No, just... Because who asks for a new car for Christmas? It's just so, insane. As you it's pointed out, cyclist. so
1: the type of person that has the amount of money to drop forty grand on a car as a Christmas present is the type of person that maybe uh, you you and I just don't associate with. Like I I don't know anyone in my life that just has that kind of fuck you no. money. I just don't. No. Is that a failing on my part? Maybe. Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps. I just you know.
0: I'm not it's, rubbing uh, the correct shoulders. <laughs> I, I apparently not. I don't I don't know what to make of it. But uh anyways Oh yeah, we're talking about the video to game. Say, if you're gonna buy a car, talk to your loved ones about it.
1: Yeah, if you have a partnership, maybe don't like drop tens of I thousands just... of dollars and make like what is it, the newest lease terms like? Seven year long lease term commitment. Oh my god! I can't contemplate seven years. Sometimes. Yeah, it's like a
0: seven year lease term with like a five percent, five percent APR 5% interest, and then at the end of it, to actually, to actually, it will automatically renew unless you can can beat uh, Davy Jones in a game of skull dice. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to release and be a part of his ghostly crew
1: oh my gosh, a, a leasing a vehicle? Like, it's not even your vehicle. It's like, no, we borrowed this vehicle for two to three years. We're making payments on it. I, yeah. I'm yeah. i sorry. Car culture weirds me out. Um,
0: anyways, we were talking anyways. about a video game. I think. Yeah, so we're going to spoil the absolute living crap out of this game. So, you know, uh, don't be a baby. <laughs> um, you know. I, I am, you know, I, and this is something I will, I guess, kind of goes into something why I really liked about what I really liked about this game. So I am Mr. You know, I don't really care about spoilers. If your game is fun and um, is entertaining enough and if the story is, you know, well thought out and still interesting and meaningful, um, then the spoilers don't really matter. You know, like you know if the if the reveal to like the jack in the box like coming out is still good then it's not all contingent on that single twist you know what i mean like if a story if the only excitement you get from a story is like when the jack in the box you, know, you know pop goes the weasel when that happens like then if you, you the, that build up is essential mm-hmm. and just the act of that reveal if that's the only thing that is interesting, then it kind of falls apart. Like my classic example of this as a um, is The Usual Suspects. It it's it has a fun twist. The Usual Suspects. But the movie's kind of uh, the, the movie's kind of boring in my opinion once you know the twist. Like it's I, I don't know. It's just it doesn't do it. It I don't think it's as effective, but I think this game has some really cool twists and i think it does a really good job with those twists because each time there's kind of a because this game has like a three act structure Mm -hmm. and each time you you finish well first of all you kind of figure out what's happening in act one and just by just about the time that you've really mastered act one where which coincides with you you know defeating this person in their, you know, strange card game for your soul. Uh all of a sudden the game completely changes. There's and not only just like does the is there like a narratively a big twist, but so visually it's you're, you're you're looking at an entirely different game. The mechanics are entirely different, the the music is different. It's just it is it each one time there's like a big shift the game itself just completely 180s. Like the gr- the ground level basics are still the same. Like you play cards, they play cards. Is still there, but each during what each one of these big shifts I was always so excited because I like I knew that there was like as soon as that kind of first like I thought it was the end of the game. But then all of a sudden I realized there's a much bigger story happening here. Mm-hmm. Um And then by the time I I kind of figure out this thing, I'm like, well, I bet there's going to be one more twist. I can't wait to see mechanically what they're going to do next. And it was, yeah, I adore this game. It's really special.
1: I will combat a little bit of what you said. Mm -hmm. And I do appreciate that uh, we mentioned spoilers up front. I think there's a lot of stories that you could tell where if you know kind of how it ends or goes, there's still a wonderful story to be told mm-hmm. for example um i recently for the first time ever watched it's a wonderful life uh and i kind of knew how it ends oh you know when a bell rings an angel gets swings that whole type of thing but still this st- it's still two hours worth of movie which is absurd for the time when that movie was shot and yeah it's now standard issue now what have we done people
0: um <laughs> I won't get thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs down, react to the, the two and a quarter hour or three quarter hour movie. We
1: don't need to do Make this. Stop. Um, but that movie is still really good because I didn't know the rest of the story that led up to that ending. This game, though, I feel going in blind is the best and possibly the only way to truly appreciate it. There are so yeah, many and, twists and turns that the twists and turns are the game. For better or worse. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think... And, that, and I and I, I want to kind of clarify what I earlier. I think most of the times I don't really care about spoilers. This game was not spoiled for me. And I was thrilled that it was... Like, this was... Ah. I didn't really know what was going to happen. And it... Because... And I think just be, I think the really cool thing is, is that with this game, like, like, even though I can, because I've beaten the game, I can go, go, go back to that first act. And even though I know what happens, just like mechanically, like the, the card, the actual card game you're playing, Mm -hmm. where you're playing animals, they are animals or cards, they play cards and they kind of attack each other and have health points. Like it's pretty basic. When you put explain it like that, like but just the core actual gameplay itself is really fun, um, and so even if I already know what's going to happen in these twists, like I still want to engage with that, um, with that kind of core mechanic, and that that just I think to the way that this game paired a really kind of fun central gameplay mechanic, um, or not mechanic but like system with. The a really interesting story told in really interesting ways and just incredible like aesthetics and music is just really cool. Like, I, I mean, I could just talk all day like this. There's like part Blair Witch Project with like the camera recording stuff mm-hmm. that you get interspersed between each act there's the, I mean, just like the actual like Leshy's cabin where you spend the first act in is like this really like low poly, like low 3D poly. Uh, it looks like it looks like it could run on a PlayStation One. I think that's what they um, were going for. If I, I'm yeah, I'm not, I not like,
1: in the game center to say it, but that's what it feels like.
0: It's a really good like less is more because until you kind of basically until you get to like the final part of the first, uh, the final chapter, chapter of the first act, you don't really like, you never see the actual character. You see his hands. Occasionally you see, you just see a pair of disembodied eyes. He doesn't have vocal dialogue. You just hear like a, yeah, like a
1: resonation inside the microphone, like
0: just a really creepy sound. Anytime like his text, which is like what he's saying to you shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, the eyes go from just, like, eyes to, like, orange, like, demonic spirals. It's... Yeah, and the... It's just, like, the the trappings of it are just, like, so spooky and scary. It's so good. The uh, the Fuck, thing that you're so playing
1: good. against... Uh, I don't even know if I want to give away the, the thing's name. Mm-hmm. Um they are very fair in that they constantly teach you the rules of the game and they let you, like, oh, okay, you got this. And, oh, you got a pair of scissors mm-hmm. as an item. You can cut up one of my cards. It hmm, doesn't matter. Because, like, they're under the assumption that they are always going to win. But the thing that you could do in the game is they give you the opportunity to stand up and move around the cabin. And in the cabin are little puzzles that you could do. And some of the cards start talking to you and that that part like first of all that part like really tripped me up like what it is Uh it's not like i thought like oh no it's a creepypasta game because the game is coming off as like a very serious super like creepypasta type of game it's more like where is this game going why are the cards talking to me now is my character insane uh why are the cards aware of what the the creature in front of me is saying and why is the creature letting the cards simply talk to me if they are also aware the cards are talking to me it's like this constant Mm -hmm. back and forth of like how on the level is this story where do i the player fit into this story and does any of this kind of make sense to me and uh oh there's a knife I have to do something with it and you have to stab yourself in a very oh my god very awful part
0: yeah I that this game has some great moments that are just like they're like kind of like oh oh um where you know like when you're playing the card game and he's like get up from the table you're like this isn't that kind of game. I just sit here and play cards and move up, move my little character guy up the map. That this is this is I guess for those who don't might not know, this game is it's kind of a, a, a send up of, I guess what you'd call like a, a a deck building like a like a card like a deck of cards like you're building a deck of cards to fight or to challenge people in fights that are going to get sequentially harder as you go deeper on like a run. And then if you lose two times, basically in this game, you then have to start at the beginning just to kind of really basically throw it out there. So in most, in a lot, there's a lot of games that are kind of like this that are like, you're basically progressing on runs. You're getting more cards to your deck. You kind of build a strategy based on the cards you have in your deck. Um, And then this game, all of a sudden, he's like, get up from the table. And it's just a great first little moment that you're like, that tells you that there's a lot of other things going on here. And this game is really good at throwing those always kind of changing, like, I mean, do they do it through the narrative and just the reveals themselves? And just they really keep you guessing. And it's super fun. Like right, like you were saying, like you get a knife, and it, the description you get when it get when you get the knife item is that, oh, it'll give you a lot of points. Uh, and you're like, okay, I don't know what that means, and then you're like, I need some points to win this. I think I'm just going to use that knife, and your character. This isn't this game is in first person by the way, because you're moving on this cabin. You're like the camera is you is your is you uh but you take this knife and it's very visceral you stab your eye out and th- that is a very unsettling thing to see and like the sound and just audio is is just oh it's horror it's like a good just like a horror type thing that i was not expecting it was just a really good kind of scare um I Man, never did uh, so cool.
1: use the. There's one item that you get at the very beginning, the pliers, to so pull out a teeth to add one of your points. Uh huh. I never did use that item, so I don't know what that looks like. Because. It, uh, you,
0: you pull a tooth out of your mouth. <laughs> you just pull one gold tooth out. Or yep. is it
1: not even gold?
0: It's a gold tooth. Oh,
1: you pull a gold tooth out of your mouth. Okay, fair uh-huh. enough. Okay, fair. Alright.
0: Yeah, so this is just the. And, and um. And this is just like the vibe in Act One, and it's like a really spooky. It's just a, it's just a really good, cool aesthetic. Like, um, and I, I guess sidebar to mention here, he, the developer has added an endless mode to this game, um, that is basically just continues, like you can just play forever in that first act, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I have, I've only done like one run in it so far but that is super cool and I, I, I think it's i think a lot of fans Wait. have requested it so it's cool up there you know that's in beta right now so that's pretty exciting
1: you could do a run and complete it all the way in endless mode
0: uh i did not complete it on my first run so oh okay uh, i don't know and i haven't looked into it too much but
1: um <clears throat> i did uh two runs in endless mode and it's exactly what it said it was it's like yep it just keeps going and uh, I did get a busted-ass card. I sacrificed the Mantis for a card that was a wolf with a 6-6. Six, six. So, 6 attack, 6 damage. Uh, the, the Mantis God giving you a 3-way attack. And it had another symbol. Um, the other symbol was submerge. So, I turned my card Lordy. over at the end of my turn. So, I came my up, goodness. hit you for, like, damn near 18 if you had no other cards, and then submerged if there was nothing else on the board.
0: That's quite literally an instant win card.
1: Yes, it was one of the... It was, if I drew it in enough time, the fuck you, I win card. Uh, the ultimate fuck you, I win card was um, when I got far enough in the game and got the Ouroboros, and... Uh, oh, yeah. When you figure out the trick with the Ouroboros, that's a card where when you um, when you sacrifice it, it goes back into your hand. But it comes back into your hand one point stronger, so if you sacrifice it at a 1-1, it comes back into your hand as a 2-2. Two, two, with the same amount of ratings to draw it back out, which is zero. Or, no, actually, it depends. It depends on what stage of the game that you're in. So, I sent Mike a screenshot <laughs> where I got my Ouroboros for no sane reason
0: to a 46 46 (laughs) and let me to the listeners at home let me make something clear (laughs) you need you need to score i think 10 i think you need to score five points more than your opponent yeah on any like in any one move to actually win the game yeah so just to put into perspective how just Violently excessive that is. <laughs> there's, there's.
1: If I draw Incredible. that car on the field and you have nothing to block it, can see it now. Or, I, it just, I'll, I'll just say wouldn't... I win. <laughs> yeah. Um. There, there were some times when I was playing the second half of the game, because for whatever reason I won't get into. You get the uh, Oris Boros card in the second half of the game, and it's still the same strength as it was in the first half of the game. And I was just like in that Domino's gift. <laughs> I kept sending you, Mike, just, yes. BAM! slamming it down for like next to no summoning power. And it was like, what, what's gonna happen? Are we just gonna? That's I, beautiful. I, I think I ended up using that card against the very, very, very final boss of the game. And it was like, mm, Chef's kiss. This is the way how to end the game. Obnoxiously, obnoxiously yeah.
0: powerfully. Um, so I guess to kind of. Can kind of go through the rest of the game here. So, basically, you're kind of trapped in this cabin here uh, until you manage to beat beat the main character, uh, or this character you're playing with. He, he reveals his shape to you uh, and his name. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple other things happen. Um, and, basically, it, at this point, like it kind of like because you're not actually trapped in this game you are playing this game you basically your character you are in, in reality is the character at their computer playing this game and he's has, like, a camcorder that he's recording this on that you're seeing. Because, like, when you actually beat him, like, you hear somebody else who's, like, spoken up for, like, the second time ever, so you kind of forget it happens. He's like, oh, I, I think I did it. I, I did it. And then, like, in his excitement, he, like, knocks over the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he reboots it. And you can see, watch all of his old videos of, like, hey, I run, like, a card game YouTube channel. Um, and then he gets, uh, some, I think like it's, if it's just something he gets sent in the mail or he like finds it, like, no, he finds it at a, a, like a garage sale or something. Um, a pack of cards for a random card game. He's never heard of called inscription. Uh, and one of the cards in this pack, and it's like the cards you recognize from the playing the game. And one of the cards is actually like, you know, coordinates, uh, and then he goes into the middle of the woods where the coordinates are, uh, and digs up the like the old floppy disk with inscription on it. And you're like, "Oh no, this is bad. <laughs> um, this is not good." Um, and then after all of this, you something weird happens because you actually when you first pl- put it in this game. this character wasn't able to select new game. He could only select continue Mm -hmm. and pick up being stuck in uh, the cabin that we talked about. But now he can select new game and it all of a sudden it starts dropping this lore on you that there's like, Oh, there are four champions of these different cards and they are the masters of these cards. And one of them, you definitely recognize as the guy you've been playing cards against. Uh, The other three are like three new characters um that you pretty quickly i think if you hadn't picked it up at this point it's pretty clear that like the other three characters it, of these four champions of the cards mm-hmm. of inscription are the are the talking and talking cards that you've been that have been like telling you how to beat the like the the cabin guy yeah um and so you're like, wait, what happened here? And then all of a sudden, like, it goes from, like, this weird PS1, gra- like, kind of dark, uh, low-poly 3D situation to, like, it- it's, like, Earthbound. And it has, like, chiptune music. Yeah, yeah, I would say, like, like Earthbound
1: er- is very apt, yeah.
0: Yeah, or, or it's, like, you move, there's, like, a world map, like, Pokemon or something, like, mm-hmm. it's, cr- so... Yeah, so this is we're firmly in Act 2 here. Uh, so, and again, I, I've been talking for a little bit. So, Ray, speak on Act 2 for a bit here.
1: The thing I like about Act 2 is it actually becomes a deck-building game. The game just yes. says, here is your deck. Don't worry, we're not a roguelite anymore. Where, you know, the creature in the first act would just kill you and you'd have to start from square one. Uh, by the way, that that first act has a lot of pretty decent jump scares. For uh, I've watched a decent amount of horror movies in my time, oh, snap yeah. suspenders. But this game made me jump twice. Twice yes. this game made me jump.
0: Like when he grabs the camera, when he's trying to grab the camera from you, you're just like, oh.
1: Yeah, you're like, what's it's about so to good. happen?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so on and so forth. It's so Anyways. Good. You get your actual deck. You get to build it. You're in charge of your own destiny. And if you lose a battle while in this deck-building portion of the game, uh, nothing happens. It's just like, okay, you want to yeah. try it again, or you want a different card. It's up to you. It's like, oh well, okay. Well, I I like this. This is. I actually think uh, Act Two was my favorite part of the game, of the entire game, because yeah. I like the ass. I would like a unless mode of Act Two, honestly
0: interesting yeah
1: where i'm constantly in control of my deck where the loss of not being able to continue forward is they just ask you to try again and uh the loss of like the current endless mode is you know it kicks you back to the very very beginning so it becomes a Mm -hmm. roguelite again uh and it's fine i respect if act two never actually becomes like an endless mode perfectly fine Mm -hmm. uh because Act 1 is definitely a lot more memorable because it was a you got a lot more Fiero when you were finally able to beat the monster that had been tormenting you and killing you. Oh! I want to talk to you about this. Going back to Act 1 real quick. Every time you die, you get to make a, a card based on a sigil, your power stats, and um, you get to give it a name.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I made some busted fucking cards.
0: (laughs) Oh, huh? Are you sure that that was a good idea?
1: Yeah, so when you finally fight the monster, at the very end of Act 1, they're like, okay, I'm using all those cards you created against you. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, oh, no!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And here, here, oh, no, my comeuppance! Oh, let me just set this petard right down here. (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) It, uh, um, it definitely made me reconsider, like, when I saw that happen, I should have known that was going to happen. I'm smarter than this. I should have yeah, seen that coming. It was a very, very cool moment. Um, when it did happen, I, re- I really rethought, like, should I just delete this save file and just redo this with this knowledge in hand? Because I made some broken-ass cars that are coming my way. But no, the, the trick was to just, to just win faster. That was the trick. That was the only yeah, way. exactly.
0: Time is of the essence. Yeah. Um, But uh, so, yeah, Act 2. So the really cool thing is that in in addition to, like, this total, like, audio, you know, visual change, like, you also get, um, I mean, each of you see that, like, uh, the cabin guy had his own mechanic. These three other characters have their own entirely different cards, mechanics, and systems that are in play. So you you kind of start to learn to balance all of these things. um, And as you go through and go into each of their areas and, like, defeat complete little quests and, like, and challenge them and defeat and beat them. Um, Then uh, I don't know if you start, but this is also where I can't remember if there's, I think there might be a couple of breaks in Act 2 to give you some more camcorder stuff because...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the character
0: yeah. who is pl- actually playing the game um he actually starts trying to reach out to like the company that made this and was like hey did anybody make didn't we does like he tried tries to reach out to the developer um and it's like hey i think this like this game is made by like a Casey at your company uh, is are they? Is this a real thing you guys made? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not. He kind of hits dead ends. Uh, and then someone from the company shows up at his house unannounced, and is like, "Hey, can we have that? Well, w- w- you should give that to me." Yeah, like it's clear. It's like not exactly the most formal kind of situation. The woman in sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's very. It, this is when it gets very like Blair Witch, mm-hmm. with like the documenting of like the weird things that are happening. So it's cool. So it's ha, this is kind of happening on the side here. Um, you also, I think, start to find artifacts in the game of like the person who made this and like their story, like because I I think I only found one of them, but. I found just like somebody's like driver's license just in the game. Like, yeah, I, for, I uh, saw what, that as well. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, oh, this is bad. This isn't supposed to be here. Are we if um, you're
1: talking about Act Three? Because you have to be at this point.
0: Yeah, we're moving to that now. Yeah,
1: Act Three goes places. Mm-hmm. It, it actually is where like the game wasn't really, in my opinion, a creepy pasta before. But Act Three goes out of its way to say, like, "Nah, we're we're aiming for the creepy pasta crowd. Sit sit down, have a seat,
0: <laughs> have a drink." Oh yeah, because <laughs> this is when it, it it with this kind of explains a lot. Because basically now you're being tortured and forced to play cards with one of the other champions, the computer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he has another name, but I call him the computer guy. Yeah. Um you know, cabin guy is nowhere to be seen. The other champions are nowhere to be seen. Um, and there are a couple things happening here. Cause, uh, his mechanics are a little bit different. Um, uh, but again, you are kind of eventually you get to get up and move around his table mm-hmm. and move around his little room to solve puzzles for him. Um, you see, you honestly, it's weird. You see some of the props from the first act, like just scattered in a, a closet or the side of this room very that was freaked out uh that freaked me out um
1: really that the
0: the, the, yeah. the room just to seeing, the left like, the door yeah and i was just like oh um <laughs> but uh so basically the thing the computer guy is i would just want to cover this real quick so we can kind of get to the bigger picture here but the computer guy is tricking you into completing inscription and uploading it to the internet, based yeah. on like the different boss fights, because like, and these are like you you get some really interesting mechanics where you're like inventing rules in the game mm-hmm. and then breaking them. Uh, it starts pulling like cards generated from your Steam friend list. That was cool. So that was. I'm cool. pretty sure I showed up in Ray's game. Probably you and did. Ray probably showed up in mine, which was very cool. Um, you did show
1: up in my game with a... Uh, uh, I, I think it was something really messed up. I think it was a 7-5. Uh, they, they just started hey, stacking. <laughs> it's like you just
0: can't win against your friends. You know, I, I don't come to mess around. You know? <laughs> I came to... One of
1: my friends came in with like an 11-3 and snipe. I'm like, what the fuck is this?
0: Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're just like, I've decided your fate is to lose.
0: That is very funny. Um. Uh, but at the same time, uh. well, I guess we should kind of get to the epilogue is where a lot of this stuff kind of folds Because I think there's another camera break in the middle of Act 3. And then you start to see that, like, the guy who's been playing this game is not doing well like he thinks he's hearing things at night uh there are like a bunch of glitches happening in like the camera feed history Mm -hmm. there's like he's filming secret codes he's like laughing maniacally in front of like the scale that you recognize from the table of playing cards um things aren't going great no uh you also uh start to get the inclination that uh Hey um this uh uh you know this um this this game might have satan on it. This game might. Just you know cuz he also the the player tries to figure out who this Casey person was cuz the game company doesn't know or isn't saying. Right. And he finds his mo- their mom and they say that she killed herself mm-hmm. like it in development or like while trying to make this and it's definitely not a not a point to be missed about how you know d- awful making games can be sometimes yeah um, a subtle as some would say it sounds like she had a really pretty fucked up in bad boss at her office and it was just uh so but like then it then he realized that like oh Oh, no, there might be Satan on this thing. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This game's Um, full of the Satan. Yeah. uh, So, then, I guess, just when, like, Computer Guy kind of reveals his plan that, like, Hey, you finished making the Satan game. We're going to upload this to the internet so everybody can have it and serve our dear Lord. Uh, The other three champions from Act 2 crash into this game all of a sudden and stop the computer guy from, like, completing this upload. It's very dramatic. Basically, you know, cabin guy rips his head off. It's kind of wild. Um, yeah. And then yeah. this is honestly, like, this is, like, my favorite kind of the epilogue, I guess we want to call it. This is like my favorite act of the game because it's because basically the champions are trying to decide what to do while talking to like you, the player character uh, to be like, hey there's some dark shit on this disc that terrifies us. Mm -hmm. What do we do? And correct me if I'm wrong, but the way it plays out is like the, um, I forget her name, but the champion of, like, the champion of the dead basically says... Uh, Grimoria. Yeah, Grimoria. She says, we have to delete it. Yeah. And starts the deletion of the game. Yeah. And for the, the rest of this game, there's, like, a progress bar of the deletion that you show. And as you get further into the epilogue, it, you know, progresses farther. Uh... You play a little bit of inscription against her. Um, and I really loved this act just because, like, it was really melancholy because they're like, yeah. we're getting deleted. Let's just get one good game of cards in before we uh, disappear, before into we disappear the, forever. Yeah. And you know, you we contend with trying to delete whatever is on this disc, whether whether or not that's even possible. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think what most people remember about this part, and this is like hyper spoiler Omega territory, uh-huh. is when each one of the the scribes, as they were scribes, are, yes. uh, at, when they start noticing that like certain parts of the world is, are getting so far deleted, they can't continue on with their game mm-hmm. of cards. They all just offer you a parting handshake, saying "good game." Basically, it's so good. Remoria offers her hand it's... that says "good game," and then she yeah, disappears. because they're like,
0: because like, each time like, I, I loved this scene because, uh, um, uh, because each time like a boss battle shows up in Act One, like all the trappings around the cabin guy, like his uh, his like, you know the the fog rolls in like the, mm-hmm. the weird cobwebs come down and like he puts on a mask so he's like ah, i'm a scary guy yeah uh, like it it has just, like, a lot of extra trappings that come up for this boss battle and um grimoria like a bunch of pirate cannons roll in and she puts on like a pirate hat and is like yar it's me and then all that gets deleted instantly and she's yeah. just like <laughs> and she's just like i really like that boss battle well, yeah, she had a whole setup going, <laughs> so, and then she just shakes her ha- shakes her hand and, and vanishes into the ether. Um, you get to fight the other guy, whose name I'm still not
1: going to reveal because I, I when I found out what that was, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that actually makes more sense in context. Yes,
0: yes, it does.
1: It, it makes a lot of sense in context. You know,
0: toss a coin to your uh, spoiler. <laughs>
1: um, you defeat that thing and. Even they are like they're they're, they're taking the back. They're like you know you really were a good card player. I'm sorry you yeah, know I you was were like such
0: you a were the dick best. the
1: entire time.
0: Yeah, and and like the scale gets deleted. Yeah. Because throughout this whole game, like you keep track of like who's gonna win, who's winning, who's losing, by like the scale, like mm-hmm. like a scale like the justice scale. You know, there's like points on each side, uh, and it gets deleted. So it's like, what? Well, and he's just like, let's just play. Yeah. Point to, points don't get matter a few more hands in the points don't matter it's just like it's really like and it's really bittersweet like it's really it's like a note i was not expecting this game to hit and i did not think would work um oh to be the- like for like this for like this character who's like clearly the antagonist of act one to be yeah. like to turn around and be like Man, this is sad. I, like, uh, it was re- it was really fun. Like, just a really great turn, and then, but that so for that to happen, and then to like the scale to be gone, it's like that. Like all of the crazy things, no matter what's been happening in this game, the scale has always been there. Mm-hmm. It is always there. So when it's gone, you're just like, oh, like the the gravitas of like what is happening here sets in, and it's. It's, and then, like the table disappears. Like,
1: of uh, the very last one, the very last scribe. Who you should really play the game to find out on your own. They have what could only be described. Oh my god! It's the usual
0: thing. That
1: was the best. That I so
0: fucking sick.
1: That that was so hardcore. Listen. Dan McMullins, is that your name that made this game? You didn't have to go that hard, but goddamn, I appreciate
0: you went that hard. He absolutely did not have to go that hard, but it is so fucking sick.
1: It, it was it was rad. But the that last scribe, they were too invested, and they were so stuck up on, like, fighting against fate that they're like, no, I have to, before I go, at least shake your hand, and they don't make it in time. And they were so obsessed with just, just trying to push back against it, even to the point where they created their whole card game winning against all the conventions, winning gets all the rule points. It wasn't even a fair setup for you. They couldn't even at the end just give you like a good game just to show that they were a good sport about it. That I felt was like, yeah, that hit the hardest for me because. Yeah. You you have to at least at the very end of like the day, like a work day or something like that. Let's say you're pissed off at your coworkers. You're going to come back the next day. and You got to like make up to them at some point or talk to HR and get them fired. You know, you do you. <laughs> Don't
0: comment. But
1: but you, you, you have to at the very least just say like, well, at, we're all we're all in this together at the end of the day. Right. Let's let's try and make peace. And this per- this scribe couldn't make peace at the very end before they faded away, and then uh, the game gets um just just chaos. It just turns into chaos from
0: there. Yeah, uh, and so then it kind of reverts to like the 2D you know Super Nintendo style thing. Oh yeah, and it just says like, "Hey, go up."
1: They're talking about the old gets... data. The old, old data, data that you must never look at, and the wood carver tells you you shouldn't look at that, but you're going to anyway, so you might as well go ahead.
0: <laughs> and uh, then it, you know it just starts to glitch out. You see, uh, it it cuts to the camcorder footage of the actual player character, like destroying the computer. Um. And just it glitches out, uh, and then I think the last thing you see is uh, the camcorder showing uh, the player character like the next day or something. You know, fine, alive, everything's okay. Uh, he an- someone knocks at the door. Uh, he answers uh, and is shot. Yeah, and killed, like point blank. Yep. Yep. By the same person who visited earlier asking for the disc, they walk in, presumably take it, and walk out, and and
1: that's it. This is an in and out maneuver, people. Here's how we capture and the flag. You bring the warthog in, you dismount, you grab the flag, you mount up again, you, you pull out. Exactly.
0: exactly. Nick gone in 60 seconds.
1: Nick there are spell. procedures here, people. <laughs> are we going to be professionals or are we going to be amateurs? What's it going to be? I dug it. I dug this game a lot. I dug it more than I thought and... I would. It took a lot longer than I thought it would, too. Uh, if you go to howlongtobeat.com, it says, oh, you know, the average player takes 12 hours. Um, I have 23 logged in. So, either I'm an idiot, yeah. <laughs> which is possible. I'm, I'm, no. That's on the table. Or I just failed a lot at the uh, the Act 1, which is also possible, because, woof. One of the yeah. bosses is called the Angler, and uh, the first time I encountered the Angler's gimmick, I'm like, oh, you son of a...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I'm like, oh, here, have this squirrel. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else I have to say. I think, like, I adore this game. If you've listened to this and haven't played it, I mean you might just uh, you might just be one of our listeners who doesn't play a lot of games and that's fine i just i think this this is a very i just adored how like i mean there's so many cool moments that happen in this game that we totally did not even talk about like when the bot when the third when like the last last part of the of act one you fight the moon yeah and in the moon card is a car because you have four slots that you can play cards in the moon takes up all four slots and goes and like two rows which is it's just it's terrifying to see it's insane it's so it's such a great moment like
1: i like how the moon attacks it's just the entire card just bam hitting your entire table yeah (laughs) that's fun also, uh, before we end, did you know that this game, I only learned this about before we started podcasting. Um, uh, did you know this game had a whole ass ARG attached inside of the game?
0: I did. So I haven't w- looked into it too much about to see like what the conclusion is, but uh, yes.
1: I can send you the video that is the <gasps> ultimate uh, conclusion. Number. Yes,
0: please do that. But there please, are God, so
1: yeah. many... Different things hidden in this game that you mm-hmm. and I just never encountered. I'm talking like whole sentences, whole paragraphs, whole videos. There's a ton. There's a ton of things in this game that's like, if you are dedicated enough to find all so these cool. hidden messages, here's what it is. And um, I'm on the Google. Uh, there's a whole open public Google doc uh, documenting what people found, and. Uh so some of the ARG is actually physical in the real world as in there was a real oh, world no. floppy
0: disk buried no, somewhere Oh no, no 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 don't do that what have we just learned <laughs> <Don't> do <that.
1: laughs> And someone some fool <laughs> put it in their computer <laughs> not knowing what they just did and that's so good the game kept going like uh i don't know what to say about a game developer that has that much dedication to like their indie game but that's easily like top five game of the year to me if someone like goes above and beyond and the game plays well what who what what, who else is going to battlefield 2042 not to shit on the people working at dice but come on now come come now
0: Let's yeah, have a I, uh, if it's not clear, uh, I don't know exactly when that will be happening, but um, this is my game of the year. This is just an <laughs> incredible story told in a, an incredible and really interesting story told in really interesting ways, and the game itself is also just really freaking fun to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just all of those, it's just like it's a, all of those things just combined so perfectly, just to in, like, a really tight, memorable... Like, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Like, just as soon as you start to get, like, maybe feel like a section is a little tedious or um, is overstaying its welcome, it throws you something. Like, it gives you some kind of break. You get a jump scare. You get... Like, it's so good at keeping you, like, on your toes. Like, it's just... It's... What?
1: I'm sending you a Discord image as part of the ARG... Some people were given real-life GPS coordinates to dig up something.
0: I'm trying to pull it up now. Yup, that's a—oh no. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Oh Um, no! Oh no, no, no! (laughs) Um...
1: It actually was a really cool ARG. It looks like it lasted uh for uh about 2 months it took to finally solve the entire thing. Which which that's is pretty really really cool. cool. That that's really cool. Yeah, they created a whole Discord server about it. I'll send you the video after we're done recording cuz uh, you, yes. you you need to view this one by yourself.
0: Okay. Well, on that note, um I think we ended there. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Good game. You should play it. It's on sale yeah. as of the recording of this for like 15 bucks. That is a steal.
0: I uh, basically all I'm gonna say during Game of the Year, uh, and Josh is gonna be annoyed by this, uh, uh-huh. so preemptively get ready to laugh about that when you hear it. Uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, Inscription is my Game of the Year. Mm. I told you why I liked it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Si- if you haven't played it, I'm not saying another word. And yeah. when, uh, yeah, that's basically going to be it. I feel like this is one of those games where everyone tells you, like, it, it, I think it absolutely lives up to the hype that you probably have built up in your head about this thing. I just, because I was hearing some buzz from people I trust, mm-hmm. and I, I was blown away. This game is so cool. Yeah. I love it. This is, uh... This is one of those I wish I could forget and go back and replay.
1: This definitely feels like an Undertale situation type of here. Yeah. Where indie dev went above and beyond and might have created one of the best games ever, accidentally. Or purposely. This feels like it was totally purposeful.
0: (laughs) Whoops, my bad.
1: Whoops! Looks like I accidentally created a banger while you guys were looking.
0: (laughs) While you were sleeping. Well, hey. On that note... Hey, thanks for talking about the game of the year with me, Ray. I'm
1: sure specifically the game of the year. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. It's called Inscription, and you should definitely check it out. It's a, uh, uh, it's really cool.
1: And if you Um, want to check out more videos or thoughts about what our game of the year will be. Uh, you should go to our website, which is unscriptedgaming.com. You can go to our YouTube channel, same thing, Unscripted Gaming 2 or you can just go to any place where you get your podcasts at. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast, so you, you did the right thing. But if you're watching, if you're one of the like handful of people that watches the videos and not like the dozens of people that listen to our podcast. You can go to any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, sound, SoundCloud, apparently. And I think Josh mm-hmm. set us up with Spotify. Oh, dear. You could go to Spotify and listen Ooh. to us.
0: Oh, me, oh, my. Uh, the untold dozens of you. Yes, <laughs> that's fair. <good. laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, again, on that note, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, folks. My name is Mike.
1: And my name is Ray.
0: We'll see you next time. Peace.